Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Hello, hello, my friends on Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma podcast. Hey, it's Erin Hartz, and maybe I sound a little different today. I'm wrestling with some illness, and that's my topic for tonight is how do we self-care when we're sick? Because I'll tell you what, the truth is I did a pretty bad job of taking care of myself for the first few days of this illness, and the last few days I've done better, but I'm stuck with so many guilt feelings as a mom being sick and not being able to be a great mom to my son while I'm sick. So that's what I'm going to talk about today is self-care when we're sick. And um, I wanted to give a little shout out to my friend that I just made on Instagram, Destiny. She and I were talking this week about the podcast. And one of the things she said she wanted to hear more about was about how do we self-care for ourselves when we're moms and maybe when we are going through some depression, that kind of stuff. And I was really thinking about that on, and I think it was Wednesday or Thursday last week that she and I were typing back to each other on Instagram. And I had remembered that I had definitely gone through a period of depression after my divorce, probably in the last few years of my marriage, really, I was diagnosed with depression back then and anxiety by my first therapist, and I didn't really take it seriously. So looking back now, I've had other therapists say like, yeah, you were definitely depressed, and I never chose to take medication for it. And luckily with like recovery programs and stuff, I was able to eventually get myself out of it. But I know um, how serious that can be and how serious those feelings are. So I know a little bit about that and um, it helped me just kind of see my story in a new way hearing someone else talk about it. I started getting sick this past week around Wednesday and my son that night was like, mom, you know, you should really take a COVID test. And I thought, hmm. Part of me didn't want to take one because I knew if I had COVID, then I would have to miss work, which is really stupid because I care a lot about not infecting other people. And of course, I wouldn't go to work if I had COVID and like I needed to take one. It was just, you know, coming from the mouth of babes that mom take a COVID test. I took one and it was negative, luckily, but I still felt like crud. And I'm a teacher right now. If you're a teacher, you know this feeling because there's not enough substitutes. And I think this is a big problem for not just my school and not just my district. I think around the the areas, there's, there's not enough substitutes. So that creates a lot of problems when teachers need to take time off. So someone has to cover their class. It's 
not like maybe other jobs where if we're not there, then it's not like you have 30 kids or up to 40 kids waiting for you at your door if that person's not there. So it's very challenging um, for the, the school has to somehow take over that job. And so there's been days in the past where I had to take off one or two that there wasn't a substitute for me. And so my students either get lucky and another teacher on a prep period comes and covers that class, or they get kind of farmed out to PE for the period, which I don't know, kids, they, the kids don't necessarily complain about that because they get kind of a free period, but it creates a lot of chaos. It's really hard on all the staff members and all that kind of stuff. And of course, I wouldn't want to do that to any of my colleagues if I couldn't, if I didn't have to. And so thinking of all that and knowing how my secretary has, not my secretary, but the school secretary has to do all that and it's on her shoulders and it's so stressful. It's like, I kind of take on this responsibility on myself when this isn't my fault. Um, You know, it's kind of the district's problem. Maybe it's a COVID pandemic problem. I'd say it's probably the district's problem if I had to pin it on somebody. I mean, maybe they should pay more or maybe, I don't know. Um, I think it's just a problem of shortage right now and I wish I could solve it. But um, the only thing I can do is show up when I don't have COVID, I guess. So I pushed on through and I went to work on Thursday and Friday even though I felt worse on Friday and I took some cold medication and I got through the day luckily my students were really easy going that day um but then by Friday night I was just like completely out of it and Saturday I woke up and I had a fever and you know could barely walk up the stairs that kind of thing and um And I felt guilty, you know, like, shoot, I'm not taking care of myself. And I felt um, a little bit embarrassed, like, wow, I really talk about needing to self-care and I really let myself go on this one. I did not self-care. I really should have taken the day off of work on Friday. Um, But then here's the one aspect of one aspect of it. So I have like three aspects of this whole thing that I wanted to talk about today. So depression was one of them that I think I'll go into in a little bit. But the first one is that being at work on Friday, I actually got rewarded multiple times for being at work and being sick. So raise your hand if this has happened to you. I bet you it has because our culture thinks that it's noble, you know, like superhero-ish and they give us a pat on the back if we come to work sick, you know, like what is, that's so not right. I wish that wasn't true, but that's what we're facing, right? That's what we're up against. That's what I'm up against because my own mind doesn't want me to take off a day when I'm sick. My own mind has drank the Kool-Aid and thinks that I'm more noble and a better worker if I go into work sick. That's so stupid, but that's how I still believe it. And so I actually got asked to sub during my prep period because there were lots of people out without a sub on Friday, maybe because of Memorial Day weekend. Maybe I think a couple people actually did have COVID or were sick as well. And so you know, they should be able to take a day off like any employee should be able to when they're sick. 
But um, so I got asked to sub on my prep period and I told my secretary, I'm so sorry, I'm barely barely making it through the day. Um, If you really, really need someone, I offered to do one of the teachers because it was a little easier. And she's like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. We'll figure something out. Um, But so there I got kind of rewarded or I got to say how sick I was and show that I showed up anyway and I gave myself a little pat on the back from it and I also felt good because I didn't burden my secretary with that stuff but again I go back to the fact that like I have a right to take off a day when I'm sick every human should Um, that's not fair to us and that's not fair to treating us right and it's a messed up system that thinks it's cool that we come into work sick um, and then well, else? Um, I was walking out of work, um, about a half an hour after the day. So I could have left at 315. This was about 345. So I had even stayed later than I needed to got busy with something and, you know, stayed later. And I was walking out and one of my bosses was walking out at the same time. And we were just like, Oh, good. Have a nice three day weekend, you know? And, um, I started coughing and, I was like, oh, I've been sick this week. And he's like, oh, I know what you mean. I was sick all last week, but I came in anyway and blah, blah, blah. And we were both like totally giving each other props for coming to work sick. And it was like, it felt like I had done something good. Like I was showing off that I was this great employee that I came to work sick. And oh my God, it just feels so stupid. But um you know, we've probably all been there. And um, I don't, I I haven't really gotten any farther with this. So this weekend, I was really sick. Um, I laid around on Saturday, slept a bunch, laid around on Sunday, mostly, and um, I got a little bit better. Then finally, Monday came around, and I still had an earache. And I had a fever on Saturday. So I was like, well, maybe this might be like an ear infection or something, I better go to the doctor so that I can get some antibiotics so that hopefully I can make it through the rest of the work week, right? Because that's my goal is to make it to work every day. But I mean, that's a really real goal because I don't even think I have any more time off. So this is like real money that I'd be losing probably and looking bad um, with my bosses if I take off more time, even if I am sick. Anyway, I go to the doctor today. So now we're coming on the second aspect of something I was going to talk about is that I'm feeling sick the whole weekend. You know, I guess it's been since Wednesday, six days or something. I go into my doctor and it takes forever. The urgent care is not very urgent and we're there like waiting for three hours. Finally, I get in and this happens to me a lot when I go to the doctor and I don't know if it's just my doctor office or if it's just me like kind of being the victim Um if this is part of, you know, me wanting to notice that I can victimize myself sometimes. I don't know, but a lot of times I go into the doctor and I feel like they act like I am completely overreacting about my symptoms. And um, that's what I felt like today. She was just like, well, you know, adults don't usually get ear infections and blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I have gotten a ear ear infection in the last five years, like at least twice. It does happen to me. I didn't remember that to tell her at the time because she wasn't being like rude. They're just so busy. They're curt, you know? And you know, 
ugh, I don't know. I just hate being in there and them acting like I'm wasting their time or that I shouldn't have come in. And it's like, I had a fever. I had all these symptoms. And of course, they made me like COVID test again in there and wait the 15 minutes. And it's just like, I don't know. The whole thing made me feel even crappier. It's like, I hate going to the doctor. Why should I go there? And then it makes me feel even worse, you know? Oh, what have you been taking for it? Oh, you've been taking... Um, I don't know, whatever it was I was taking, ibuprofen. Oh, well, really, you should be taking Tylenol for this. Like, I should know all these things. Like, I'm here because I need help, people. Like, why are you thinking that I don't, I, I, I don't know, I just, I just feel like I don't like the way I get treated there. And so thank goodness I didn't have an ear infection. And so she was like, this cold thing that's going around seems to be lasting about 10 days. So you probably have another week ahead of you. And um, so that's that's that. So I'm just sick for a week and I can take some pain relievers and some other drugs if I want to and whoop de doo you know. So that's that. Okay, and then the final aspect of what I was going to talk about today to think about my friend Destiny on Instagram again. One of the biggest feelings I dealt with this weekend besides just feeling cruddy because I was sick was the guilt of being a mom, probably the guilt of being a single mom that is not able to do things with her kid on the weekend, right? It was a three-day weekend and here I am sick, needing to lay down, needing to rest, needing it to be quiet. And I have a nine-year-old boy and he loves to run around and it just, I get that feeling like it's never enough. It's never enough. It's like, he got to go to gymnastics. Um, his friend took him, so he got exercise there. I actually let his friend come over and play at our house. They, it was already scheduled, and I knew that would keep him busy. The friend's usually pretty well-behaved, and my son and I had talked about what exact activities I was allowing him to go, what boundaries he was allowed to go to outside. So I felt pretty confident they were going to stay within bounds and I could mostly just lay there on the couch and just check in on them once in a while. And so his friend came over and they did okay, you know, and they mostly just threw the football outside for a long time and, and ran around and I made them lunch and they were generally pretty good. And so after my son had what, gymnastics for an hour, then playing with his friend for four or five hours then his friend leaves and, you know, he's like in a bad mood, like, oh my God, my life's so bad and I don't have anything to do. And, you know, and like the poor me sort of thing. And I got hooked into it, you know, I, a little bit, like part of me was like, you can go find something to do. And I told him that, and I think he eventually did because I was solid on that one, that he wasn't getting any more screen time and that he was going to go have to find something to do on his own. But then there's part of me too that always gets pulled in. Like I'm supposed to entertain him. Like I, it's my job as a mom to make him happy. I just try to keep telling myself that that's not my job. Have I fed him? Have I clothed him? Have I made sure he has exercise today? Have I made sure he ate an apple and drank water? Yes. I mean, I can't do everything. And I've learned this weekend too that I can do all these things for him. And you know what? He's always going to ask for more. It's just the way humans are. We always want more than what we're given. And 
I know for me, the only way I can be happy is to try to be grateful for the things I have. And so I'm not doing a great job about that right now, probably in this podcast. I'm a little bit ranty tonight, but I'm trying to teach that to my son, you know, that he can be grateful for the things that he did get to do today and then um, just let it go and, and try to find something that makes him happy when he's on his own because he would love to have another friend around all the time or me to play with him all the time, but that's just not the way life is. And um, he played some Pokemon cards for a while by himself and um, I just keep telling myself that I'm doing the best job I can and that it's not my job to entertain him all the time and it's okay if I have to take a break. I'm going to keep telling myself these affirmations and I'm going to keep talking about it and I'm going to keep trying to care for myself and maybe someday I'll get to that spot where I can actually take a day off of work for myself and not for just when my son's sick. So thanks for listening, you guys. Take care. I hope you're doing better than me. Okay, bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.